right. <laughs> Gonna learn today, okay? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. We we're gonna start this off proper, okay? Listen. It's happening. Just go with it. Yeah. It's coming on Sunday. That's why I'm recording early for real. I'm early, late. Because it deserves. Hey. Yes. Hey, if you don't know, I don't know. I don't know. If you don't know, I just I don't know what's wrong with you. You you must ain't seen Kings of Comedy. You ain't been to a Negro spiritual. You ain't been to a Negro meeting in many months. Cause this stays playing as a function. I don't give a damn how old you are. Would you mind? Yeah. If I said how I felt to the Like, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm an Isley Brothers fan, stan, if you will, okay? Like, I used to steal my mother's tapes. She got very annoyed, okay? <laughs> but um, I think I underestimated Earth, Wind, and Fire just a little bit. And, you know, one of, my, one of my old high school buddies, like, hit me up. He's like, yo, no, don't get me wrong. Isley Brothers, they're amazing, but they're going to get washed, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> like... They're going to get washed and hung out to dry. Earth, Wind, and Fire is a problem, okay? So uh, I had to go back and do a little bit more digging because there's some songs I forgot about. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, ooh, this might be a problem. This is about to be a battle for real because, you know, old players, they, 
They different. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Welcome. Welcome to episode 15 of the Anything About Everything podcast. I am your host, Miss Jet. Um, listen, thank you for tuning in. I know we are uh <laughs> we're either really late or really early, depending on how you're looking at it. Cause I was gonna post this on Sunday, but then I was like, you know what? A bitch got homework. <laughs> I got stuff to do, so let me just get this out the way because I, I really wanted to post this and um, I really do appreciate all of y'all for tuning in and for, uh, you know, hitting me up and asking me, yeah, where's the podcast? Like, where's this week's episode? And, you know, all that. I really do appreciate it and you are loved and, and I can't express uh, my gratitude enough. So with that being said, shout out to the day one listeners, shout out, shout out to the very, very new listeners who are coming in from different various parts of the world. Uh, last time, the last episode I saw, we got listeners from South Korea and there was another one. I'm trying to think off of the top of my head. Uh, I can't think of it. I, uh, uh, I want to say it was Brazil again. Yes, it was Brazil again. So thank you guys. Um, to all my, uh, domestic listeners, again, you are appreciated as well. I can't, I, I just, every time I look at the analytics, I'm like, oh my God, this, this is crazy. Shout out to everybody who's listening on, uh, our heart on iTunes, on Spotify, on, uh, Podbean, on Apple, like, Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. So uh, I hope you tell a friend and stay tuned. All right. So today the drink of the pot is decoy. It's a it's it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. I want to say they're from California. Very very smooth wine. This was like I don't even know if I've, I've I'm pretty sure I've had this as a, the drink of the pot before. Very smooth, very yummy, um, especially for the price. I mean, it tastes like a $50 bottle, but it's, you know, what, 20, 25, if that. So, you know, go on down to whichever store you frequent and get you a bottle of decoy because it is de-rich, okay? So with that being said, moving on to the songs of the pod. All right, welcome to the songs of the pod. So we're gonna lead off with an artist that I've featured in the past. Uh, I featured him a few weeks back with Ari Lennox. This time he's by himself. This is actually a listener submission, which makes it even more special because when it was sent, I had the songs picked and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to kick somebody off. So <laughs> totally happened. But anyways, this is Duran Bernard with Company. And let me tell you, a whole Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you 
me the live version. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. You never knew what was going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like anticipation. Anticipation is key, right? But I mean, there's nothing like that old faithful as far as like being in a relationship where you just like, you know, you guys are comfortable with each other and you love each other and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, it's nice to have company. (laughs) So this is for the singles out there. All right. So (laughs) moving on to the next song of the pod. Um, this is two of my favorites from like this, this era, this time period in music. Um, this is LA with Masego, um, my city. It's ugh, love this. I've been, I've been jamming to this all week. Ever since I heard it on Joe button podcast, shout out to the Joe button podcast. They're going through some things over there. I don't know what's happening. Sega. something i don't know what it's missing but it's missing something i feel like um masego was not allowed to be masego on this like maybe because i I don't know if it wasn't his song and that's why there you know there weren't as many ad-libs there was no saxophone like it was missing some elements that would have taken this song from like a good song to a great song and so you know uh it's just one of those things right where i mean i like the song but i just I hear what it could have been and, and it's not there yet. It's like, there's something missing there. I feel like Sago should have been playing his saxophone and because he wasn't, the song is like an 80 when it could have been a hundred, but it's all good. It's still a good song. So, <laughs> all right. So moving on to the last song of the pod, this is Ye Ali featuring Reggie Beckton with Right Time. I found this today. I'm feeling it. This is a vibe. There's no possible this week, so this is the last song. It's the last song of the pod. It's last, you know, it's last call. Go get your drinks. <laughs> I miss it. Oh, you got the message. Fuck the hypothetics. Hey. Call me over there. Call the Uber. It's the Lexus. Tell your friend she can come. I know 
know she get jealous I'll be over the night if you play a schedule I just wanna vibe tonight and be around your exes Sip a little wine tonight, get about your exes I can't even charge cause you deserve all these blessings I don't want tomorrow, but right now this is the more I listen to the song, the more I like it. This is my fifth time hearing it today, and I don't know how I'm feeling it. Dang. featuring Reggie Beckton with Right Time. That is my shit right there. Hey, listen, this week we're not going to have a possible. I ain't feel like doing no possible this week, so we're not going to have one. That's just that on that. <laughs> okay? So, right now we're going to move on to... It It was called the Pop and Bob segment. I'm not really feeling that name anymore. So, it's just going to be called Shit from the Shave Room. That's, that's how I'm feeling right now. That's how I was feeling when I wrote these damn, uh, these show notes. So this might be a little bit lengthy, but it's all good. Okay. All right. Just rock with me for a second. All right. So the first, uh, you know, shit from the shade room story that we've decided to cover is, you know, the murderer, this, the one specific murderer, the one that actually had his foot on the neck of George Floyd, Derek Chauvin. Okay. Disgraced officer. Um, his trial started this week and already it's, uh, it's like a three ring circus. They're trying, it's like, they're trying to place blame. Well, of course, you know, the, the, the lawyers are going to lawyer. Okay. Let's, let's be clear. The lawyers are going to lawyer. They're going to present the case. They're going to try to twist the narrative because that's, that's what they do. Okay. Um, I, I, when you get to this type of case, it's not, it's not necessarily about the facts. Um, because we know the facts, we saw the facts. Okay. They want you to get to, to not believe what you see or, or what you saw, which was Derek officer, Derek Chauvin kneeling on the neck of George Floyd for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Okay. They're literally saying, no, that's not what killed him. <laughs> like that's, that's the fucking defense attorney. And this is why I like a lot of people hate lawyers because they're like, how could you defend this person? That's his job. I think I would ask for another case. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, is there something else? Like, can I take leave? Like, I don't think I want this one. But of course, uh, you know, some people would say that um, this is the type of, you know, this, this is the case that can make or break your career. So whether or not, you know, you want to defend this uh, defendant, you know, is of no consequence. You're, you're there to do your job which is defend the person that you were assigned to defend, right? If you're a public defender or if, I mean, if he's paid for by, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, the GoFundMes and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure he had money and all that kind of stuff. Maybe the union paid for it. Whoever paid for his defense, the defense attorney is, is paid to fucking basically say, Hey, listen, I don't know what y'all saw, but you didn't see what you think you saw. There was something else happening. 
And so basically they were trying to say, Hey, listen, it could have been COVID. It could have been anything. Um, we've seen this type of defense before. It's, it's like, a I call it death by a thousand paper cuts. Okay. This is when they start to, they're trying to chip away at the prosecuting uh, attorney's case. The, the prosecuting attorney's case is, Hey, listen, this was murder flat out excessive force that led to the fucking, you know, the death of a citizen. Hopefully the fucking prosecuting attorney will be successful in proving his case. So, um, <laughs> it's crazy. Cause they're, they're literally like, yo, no, it was COVID. <laughs> like that's what he died from. I don't give a fuck what your eyes saw. <laughs> your eyes are lying to you, sis. It doesn't matter that he was, you know, kneeling on this man's neck with his full weight for eight minutes and 46 seconds. No, that's not what killed him. No, it was COVID. The COVID that he had two months prior. If y'all get this bullshit out of here, like it's, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I believe in fucking uh, fairy dust too, okay? Next thing you know, I'm gonna put a tooth underneath my pillow and and hope, you know, the tooth fairy brings me a million dollars. If that's what the fuck y'all want me to believe, yeah, there's there's a few other things y'all want me to believe too. And no, I'm not believing none of this shit because all of it looks foul. So anyways, with that being said, we're going to move on to the next story, the next topic. All right. So this is one that is quite disturbing. So for anyone who has ever suffered um, sexual assault or sexual harassment, uh, whether it be in the workplace or whether it be at the hands of a masseuse or whether you were, you know, the person who was receiving the, the massage and you were sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. Listen, I'm going to issue a trigger warning. Please, uh, fast forward. If you feel like you cannot, uh, handle this story, I'm going to try to be as brief as possible and kind of sensitive to not kind of, but sensitive to this topic. So NFL player uh, Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans is facing 21 counts of sexual assault allegations after um, after his massage therapist actually came through, came forward and said, "Hey, listen, this guy's a creeper, and he's been do- he's been doing some foul shit while I'm trying to <laughs> while I'm trying to work." So um, some some of the allegations include coercion. Some of the allegations include, uh, him, uh, forcing the massage therapists, multiple massage therapists to touch his genitalia. Some of the allegations include him ejaculating on the massage therapist. This is all fucking gross. Okay. Um, I'm a, and I mean, for those of you who have been with me since day one, y'all know what time it is. Y'all know where I stand as far as sex and sexuality goes. This is the bullshit that I be talking about. Okay. Um, this is the, okay. So let's talk about consent for a second. Okay. Cause this ultimately, this is what this comes down to. This is why I've said for the past couple of weeks, the four things that I feel like, you know, are no go areas right? No kids, no children. Oh, okay. Excuse me. No, no kids, no old people, no animals, and no, no people who say no or are not enthusiastically saying yes. Okay. So with that being said, if it's not a hell yes, meaning I really want to do this with you, then it's a no. 
nigga. Like, then it's a no, sis. Um, let's, oh, goodness. And the thing about it is, is, you know, massage therapists, they under, most of them understand, hey, listen, you know, your body is going to react naturally to stimulation, meaning there are a lot of men who go in and they get massages and they have an erection. That's not the part that's fucking creepy. The part that is creepy is you moving your towel out of the way and saying, Hey, listen, can you put your hand right here for a second or grabbing the massage therapist's hand and putting it on your genitalia or saying, Hey, listen, you know, I'm paying you a lot of money for this massage. Hey, you know, why don't you put your mouth on it for a second or Hey, you, you know, we, you've, you've worked on me for a second. Why don't you come you know, to do my massage and wearing nothing but a sports bra and some, um, you know, some boy shorts, the fuck, like these are trained professionals. They went to school for this shit. You want to, you want an erotic massage, either a get yourself a, a fucking play partner, a playmate, fucking girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, or B pay for an erotic massage. Cause let me tell you something. They're out there. Okay. There are people who are literally let they're with the shits. Okay. It's not that hard to find. And let me tell you something else. Boo, you in Houston. I have no sympathy for you. Okay. Because I know what's out in Houston. And let me tell you something. The motherfuckers who want to, you know, be paid for their erotic massage uh, therapy sessions, meaning including some uh, erotic things happening there. You can find them if you go out and look. So, but no, you wanted to be fucking creepy and get somebody, get some unsuspecting woman or some unsuspecting victim. And then all of a sudden your dick is hard and you're like, yo, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, put my dick on you for a second. No, nigga, that's not how that works. It's not. There's a difference. There's a, there's a, the main difference is that fucking C word. It's consent. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a fuck no, period. Okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Like as a, as a person who, you know, knows people in like the kink, this is why the kink space was so, it's so protected. This is why motherfuckers had to vet you and make sure you weren't no fucking creep and make sure you weren't just coming in for, you know, just to <sighs> harass and, and degrade women. Okay. I mean, because ultimately it should be a mutual exchange, right? And a mutual agreement between two or two parties or more. Right. But you coming in and just be like, Hey, listen, I, I need you, you know, put your hands on me. And you know, you're, you're, you're basically trying to get these girls. Well, not, not trying to, but allegedly you did get these girls or these women, these massage therapists to give you a happy ending. And again, there were people that would provide that for you, but they're also consenting to do so. These women over here were not there for that. And for that, if this is what happened, because again, all this is alleged, none of this has been proven in court. If that's what happened, you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, it's just that simple for me. If you don't understand that, 
you know, the person, the people that you are interacting with sexually should want to be there, whether it's, whether they see it as an exchange of power, whether they see it as, you know, us making love, whether they see it as a transaction, because some people see it like that, or whether they see it as, Hey, listen, I'm here to give you pleasure and it, and I'm agreeing to do so. If there was no mutual agreement, then that's where you fucked up. Okay. So, <laughs> Listen, it's, this is disgusting it, on so many levels. Again, because like, I, even, even if that let's, let's say for argument's sake, you are one of those, those types of people because they, they do exist who likes, who likes like the, who, who likes to feel like they're coercing someone, even if that's the case. You can find someone who is willing to play that out with you. Okay. This is why role playing exists. This is why con the concept of consensual non-consensual exists. This is why the concept of power dynamic and power exchange exists. But if you're not will, if you, if you don't even discuss what it is that you're into, or you don't even accept what it is that you're into, or, or you don't respect women enough to give them the fucking choice, then this is where you end up. Okay. In court <laughs> arguing, talking about, I'm a good man and I would never, and all that kind of stuff there. Listen, I'm not, and I'm not saying that he's not a good man. I don't know this person. All I'm saying is if this is what happened, meaning if you know, he decided that he was going to pay for him, pay for a massage that was geared towards healing in between, you know, uh, act athletic events, meaning, Hey, you know, I'm in between practices. I need to get some lactic acid moved out of my legs and moved out of my body and all that kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> if you paid for that type of massage, and then you went in there and you said, listen, I don't want to use that sheet thing. Give me the towel. Okay. Give me the shortest towel you got in here. And then what you did was then your dick got hard and then you fucking moved the towel out of the way and just let your erect dick be up all up in the air. And then you're like, yo, can you touch it right quick? Listen, that's creepy. It's disgusting. And if that's what you did, then you're a fucking creep. And it's ugh. anyways. So with that being said, moving on to the next, hopefully he didn't do that, but if he did, he's disgusting. So whatever, moving on to the next topic. Um, this is going to be really quick. So we and Quavo there, there's been a recording that's, or a video that's been released of an altercation that took place within an elevator. I don't know what it is about elevators. Good God. But all I can say is I, I really hope that all parties involved go to counseling. I hope that I'm wrong. Okay. I hope that I'm wrong. A couple of weeks back, I said that they would probably get back together. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Because the minute that this shit, that your relationship, it gets physical like that, y'all don't need to be together. I mean, really y'all don't need to be together before. Uh, before that actually took place. But if you, if you feel like you have to put hands on somebody to actually get your point across and I'm not, and this is, this is for both the man and the woman. And I'm not, I don't know what happened in, in Saweetie and Quavo's case. None, we don't know because you know, there was such a short clip that was put out. And I mean, there, I, I, I don't want to make any assumptions, 
But if you feel like you have to put your hands on somebody to deal with somebody, you're with the wrong fucking person. And that's just, and that's just that on that. And that's man or woman. Okay. Um, so with that being said, the LAPD is looking into this case. They're, um, you know, looking into the allegations of domestic violence that on both sides. Okay. Um, all I can say is prayers going forward for both parties involved. And I hope I'm wrong. And I hope y'all don't get back together. If that's, if that's what y'all got to do to fucking, you know, deal with each other, then y'all don't need to be together. Okay. So I really do hope that I'm wrong. If that's, if that's the case. All right. Moving on to, Ooh, Derek Jackson. All right. So (laughs) even though this is an old story, I would just like to just go ahead and say this. Okay. Cause there's a lot of relationship things that are happening right now. It's spring. Okay. Spring is just rearing its ugly head, right? It's just fucking with everybody's shit right now. Um, the reason why everybody is up in arms about Derek Jackson, it's not because he cheated. Okay. Now I hope for, for some people, they're going to be like, well, duh. And for other people, they're going to be like, what? Explain. Okay. For those of you who, who would like an explanation, just follow me for a second. Okay. The exact same week that this story broke, a similar, another story broke. Okay. Um, the story of Quavo and Saweetie, she alleged that he cheated on her. Nobody batted a fucking eye, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, the same with when future was accused of cheating. Hell the same when Jay Z was accused of cheating. No one batted a fucking eye. And the reason why this is different is because no one likes a fucking hypocrite. Derek Jackson spent the majority of his online career and a very lucrative one at that. Okay. He sold many books and has had speaking engagements and all sorts of things, put out product, all geared towards telling women that a men ain't shit if they cheat. And really this this anyways, it's not about the cheating. It's about profiting off of women's pain and then you being a fucking hypocrite and, and not only cheating, but cheating in probably the most disrespectful way you can cheat, which is bringing another person that's outside of the marriage into your fucking home. Like you just didn't care about your wife at all. And I like, I could like, let's, let's be clear. Niggas forgive cheating every day. Okay. (laughs) Like 10 times a day. Okay. Now some of y'all will not want to admit it. Some of y'all will be like, Oh my God, I would never No, bitch. You would. And you have, okay. A lot of y'all have. So let's not, let's, let's be clear. Okay. It's not about the cheating because at the end of the day, people forgive. Okay. Um, it's more about the disrespect you bringing another bitch into the home, into the marital bed, into the bedroom, honey is perhaps the most disrespectful way you can cheat. Okay. Now, some people will say, oh, if you cheat at all, you know, you're, you're disrespecting. Okay. First of all, what is cheating? And this was a, this is a, uh, <laughs> a little meme I seen, I saw on TikTok, right. Where it's like, okay, what, what constitutes cheating is a conversation cheating is flirting cheating is, 
um, having a work husband or a work wife cheating is, um, you know, uh, kissing on the cheek, uh, cheating. There's a lot of, and, and the thing about it is, if you, if you canvas 10 people, you might get 10 different answers. So it's not necessarily just about the cheating. It's about the disrespect. Bringing someone else into your, bringing another woman into your fucking home, that is the, the ultimate disrespect. Like, fam, you got us mixing fluids on the fucking sheets? Like, oh no, no, no. Okay. Now you gotta, now, now we have to fight. Like, I'm sorry. Also, how he let her get up there uh, with the whole armor of God on in the form of a, uh, an express sweater and a bonnet from Walmart, I do not know. He had his whole thought shirt on, okay? His his best thought shirt on, okay? Got his little muscles popping and shit, his little V-neck, whatever. Meanwhile, she's looking like she's about to go do the fucking laundry. And don't get me wrong, I understand sis was probably like, listen, I, you know, I don't really do the social media thing. You know, I don't really do. But he, the thing about it is, is he does. He knows exactly what's going to ha happen when she gets up there looking like that. And the reason why I say looking like that is because she didn't look. She, and, and mind you, she's a beautiful girl, beautiful woman, beautiful face, naturally, naturally pretty. They should have had her dressed to the nines, even if that, even if she's not that type of girl, like in real life, they should have at least had her looking presentable. The reason why is because people are cruel as fuck online and she's been getting it from every fucking angle because she, she went up there holding it, holding his hand with the death grip, looking like she was about to take out the trash. Okay. Now let's be clear um, here, uh, I think above all else, a man's, a, a husband's role is to protect his wife. That's like top, top three of the list for me, him. And I'm not saying that he didn't suggest this, but I don't think he did him letting her get up there looking like she did and not, not looking like, you know, not looking presentable anyway, was not protecting her. I feel like he should have been like, Hey, listen, I understand that you might not necessarily feel like getting dressed up. Okay. You might not feel like putting on a, a makeup, a, a, you know, beating your face or putting on a little dress and getting your hair done or whatever. But I feel like it would be best. So that way, whatever, uh, negative energy you receive is, minimal. I mean, people were going to have shit to say anyway, but I feel like when, especially as a woman, when, when people attack your looks and people have legit been insinuating that the reason why he cheated on her is because of the way she looks, especially because the girls that he was cheating on were bad as fuck. <laughs> so they're, they're like looking at her and then they're looking at the girls that he cheated with. And I was like, okay, this is, this makes sense. <laughs> like people are legit making sense of this shit because she came out looking less than presentable. And, I, and that's a cruel, that's a, a cruel concept to wrap your mind around. But let's be clear how you, how you present yourself to the world. It's absolutely fucking important. It is whether or not you want to admit it or not. And 
just the fact that she doesn't do social media like that, I get that, but you do. You've seen the comments. You know how cruel people are. So for, for if anything, protect your wife. Either get up there by yourself and say, hey, listen, you know what? I ain't even going to bring my wife out here because y'all don't fucking deserve to see her. I made this bed. I'm going to lay in it. She don't need to fucking be here. Listen, I did X, Y, and Z. I'm a piece of shit. I'm the one that did, you know, that, that fucked up and I'm going to, I'm the one here paying for it. I mean, that to me would have been a real nigga move. Okay. You standing up on your own two feet and saying, Hey, listen, I fucked up. And you know what? I ain't even going to, I'm not going to have my wife out here, you know, for her, for y'all to fucking shame her. But no, what did you want to do? You had, you, you had her sitting beside you looking like she was about to go fry some fucking chicken. Disgusting. Derek. <laughs> D-Rock. Okay. Whew. Anyways. Okay. Moving on to the last topic of the shit from the shade room. Okay. Uh, listen, mm. this, this next one. Uh, well, unless you've been living under a rock, um, you might've seen that little, little Nas, little Nasir Xavier, little Nas X put out a video, a uh, couple days ago, right? Music video, cute little song, little bop. None of this was for me. Okay. I'm not saying I don't like it, but none of it was for me. I was not the target audience and none of this shit. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. However, with that being said, I get where he was coming from. Allow me to explain. Okay. Lil Nas X, ever since, you know, Old Town Road was a hit. And, you know, right after that, he came out as, as being gay. Right. Now, go underneath the comments in all of his posts. All, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on Instagram, whether it be on Snapchat, whether it be on fucking Twitter, go underneath the comments of his post and count the number of times people say you're gay, you're going to hell. Go ahead. I'll just, you know, just take a gander. Okay. He can't post shit without somebody telling him he can go on it. He's going to hell. I'll even do you one better. Okay. I've been to many, um, different pride parades and, um, you know, during the, the, uh, gay pride month, I have a lot of friends who are, uh, you know, gay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I myself identify as bisexual, even though I'm not, um, an active bisexual person. Um, you know, I've had experiences with girls in the past. It's, it's not, I've never been in a relationship with one. I would, probably, I'd, I'd probably say I'd buy curious at best, but you know, not even curious anymore. Cause you know, been there, done that, got the shirt, whatever. So, but I say, the, I say all that to say, you can't go to a, a gay pride parade, a gay pride event, a, a gay pride concert without seeing the Bible thumpers outside of the fucking function talking about, Oh, you're going to burn bitch. <laughs> okay. With the signs up, you're going to hell. This is an abomination, you know, repent. Um, they're using all the John the Baptist language. I mean, it's, it's a thing. I've been to gay pride in Virginia. I've been to gay pride in New York, been to gay pride in LA, but listen, it's, it's a fucking thing. I feel like Lil Nas X said, Oh, 
I'm going to hell. Okay, cool. This is what it's going to look like. <laughs> okay. Like, honestly, he's like, Hey, listen, if y'all going to send me to hell, I might as well run that bitch. I mean, like I've heard, I've even had, had a joke with a friend of mine. He was like, um, it's my gay husband, Brian. Hi, Brian. Love you. Um, he like, he was like, yo, I mean, if we're going to go to hell, we might as well be VIP, bitch. I'll be, I'll meet you there. <laughs> like, I'll be behind the rope with the Moet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a whole thing. And really what they're saying is if, if me being me is going to send me to hell, well, you know, it, then I guess I'm going to be there in VIP because I'm going to be me regardless. Now I, I want to say, I will, I would like to pose this to all the religious people out there. This question. All right. All right. If God knew who you were before you were born, right? Cause God is all seeing and all knowing, right? And he knew who you were before you were born. Why the fuck would he send you to hell for being you? I'm not talking about you weren't hurting anybody. You weren't killing no kids. You weren't raping nobody. You weren't murdering, you know, you weren't murdering nobody. You weren't doing nothing crazy. You just want to go out here, live, have fun, and, you know, have sex, <laughs> which basically do what the body was designed to do. So you mean to tell me that, that you, that a person doing that alone, loving who the fuck they want to love, that's going to send them to hell. I'm sorry. Then that, that dog don't hunt for me. Okay. I'm sorry. And if you want to use that little punk ass Bible verse from uh, Leviticus, keep reading, ho. Keep reading. Because uh, if we're going to go back to Leviticus and say, oh, well, you know, uh, a man laid with another man is an abomination. Guess what? So is eating shrimp. So is wearing blended wool or blended linens. Um, so is women fucking uh, sleeping inside the encampment during their cycle. Like there's a whole lot of shit in the old Testament that y'all gonna have to contend with. Okay. But the thing about it is, is a lot of you bitches want to fucking pick and choose what you want to, what rules you want to apply and the ones that you don't. Okay. Everybody's everybody just skims in Leviticus. They're like, Oh yeah, no, they, 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 they see it says it right there. All right, bitch, whatever. So I feel like Lil, Lil Nas X was basically saying, all right, you know, I, if I'm going to go to hell, then I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to give Saint a lap dance and then uh, uh, snap that bitch neck and take his job. I'm like, I might as well run this bitch if I'm going to be down here. So, I mean, like, I feel like that's what he was saying. So if anything, he created a visual representation of the place that y'all sent him to. <laughs> so that's the fuck. That's the real gag. If you really want to, if you really want to go there, that's the real fucking gag. He, all he did was create a visual representation of the shit that y'all been saying to him underneath them comments. Okay. Sip that. Okay. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I thought the message was clear and concise. Um, even though the song and the video, none of it was for me. It was just a little it was, I was like, what the stripper pole he got his cheeks out. I said, no, I can't, I can't do it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's obviously just not for me. Um, but I get what it, the song was, the video was supposed to garner attention and it did that. Seems like a successful campaign to me. Okay. So, cause y'all ain't been talking about that nigga since old town road. He was like, Oh, it's going to happen. Y'all are going to have my name in your mouth 
one more again. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, 2021, here I is. Okay. Um, so, hey, you know, shout out to Lil Nas X. It is what it is. With that being said, we are going to move on to the value added conversation. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the value added conversation portion of the show. This is going to be real quick because we are at 44 whole minutes. Um, so this week I want us to talk about imposter syndrome. It's something that I've actually been struggling with since, uh, since really the beginning of my academic career, but I'm really struggling with it now. I don't know why, but I just am. I know why. I know why. Because I hate accelerated classes. <laughs> That's why. Because I don't feel like I have my footing. I feel I feel like I'm flailing. I'm not failing, but I, I feel like I'm flailing. Like I, I feel like I'm treading water. And I don't like feeling like that, especially like in, in academic spaces. I like feeling um, like I'm in control of the situation. I like feeling um, in, uh, smart and that I'm dominating the fucking, uh, material and that, um, you know, I'm grasping it. And even if I have to go through the stages of learning, which in some instances involve a great amount of suffering, I usually am able to grasp whatever it is that the, that the professor is trying to convey and grasp the material that is being taught. And I mean, even though I'm grasping the material, I don't feel like I'm grasping it as fast as I would like. And I don't know if it's because I'm working full time. I don't know if it's because of the podcast. I don't know if it's because of home life. I don't know. Or, or I really feel like it's just the seven week classes. That's how I feel because a, I've never taken an accelerated class before, especially when it was involving math. I mean, like statistics, calculus, like in time value of money, seven weeks, like them shits don't go together to me for me. Like they just don't No, I need you to, I need you to spell this thing out. <laughs> okay. Give it to me. Barney style. Like, I love you. That's how I need you to give it to me. Don't give it to me, you know, fast and furious. Cause all that's going to do is confuse me. And I, I've been confused since January. I'm not even, I'm not even lying. So, um, I've kind of been struggling with imposter syndrome. And so I just wanted to talk about it just a little bit. Um, what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It, dispropor it disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they are deserving of accolades. I have experienced that. Um, even when someone gives me a compliment, especially, especially if it's like academic related, it always feels strange. Um, sometimes it feels like a little fake. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I can take surface compliments cause I'm like, okay, you see it, you like it, you speak on it and then you move on. But for something that's like, uh, I don't know that's abstract, I guess. I don't know. I have a hard time accepting it. So with that being said to all of my people out there who suffer from imposter syndrome, you are enough. You are enough. 
You deserve all of what you have. You are loved. You are supported. And you deserve all of the thanks and praise that are, that are being given to you and offered to you. I wish this is something that I could accept for myself. Um, eventually I will. Until then, let me offer up my, my thanks and my gratitude and my praises to you. And just say, hey, listen, you out there, you who think that you are not enough, you are. You who think that you are not deserving, you are. You who think that you are less than, you're not. And fuck whoever it is that put that thought in your mind. Okay? <laughs> so uh, with that being said, listen, we're going to move on to the You've Got Mail segment. If you're enjoying any part of this podcast, whether it's the music selection, the value-added conversation, or the shit from the shade room, listen, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast content. Also, remember to submit your questions to anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com. That's anythingabouteverythingpod, all one word, at gmail.com. And now, let's get back to the show. I listen, okay? This is the You've Got Mail segment, and I'm going to try to keep this under an hour, so we are going to blaze right through this, <laughs> okay? We got one question this week, and we are going to get through it. Okay, so listen, here we go. All right, it says, Dear Anything About Everything, hey there. First off, just wanted to say I love this show and love you as well. Thank you, babe. Uh, watching your growth has been amazing uh, to witness. You keep going, sis. All right, with that being said, um... I know you say that this is now not a sex podcast, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> I hate y'all. Uh, what is, in your opinion, the best sex toy on the market? I'm new to the concept of self-pleasure. Uh, every time I look online, I instantly become overwhelmed. Um, some of the products are intimidating and downright scary. What would you recommend for a novice sex toy consumer such as myself. Thanks. I'm going to give you a pseudonym. Mary Poppins. All right. Just a spoonful of sugar, honey. <laughs> All right. So, uh, sex toys. To be honest with you, I'm not an expert on sex toys. I'm going to be honest with you. I only have a, few, a couple. But the ones that I have are clutch. Okay. See, see, this is the thing. It's quality over quantity. I feel like, um, and I don't know... If you are a woman who um, likes vaginal stimulation as opposed to clitoral stimulation, I know for me personally, um, it will always be clitoral over, over vaginal all day, every day. So with that being said, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love a good, uh, I love, obviously I love vaginal stimulation as well, but the quickest way to get me there is definitely clitoral. Um, and a lot of women are like that. Also, some women are not like that. Some women are, are the complete opposite. Some women are like, Hey, listen, don't touch it. <laughs> okay. Like just, you know, go inside, but don't touch it. Um, and also it depends upon your partner, but since you're, you're gearing this towards self-pleasure, I would say if you are, a, if you're a person who likes clitoral stimulation, you must have a Hitachi, a Hitachi wand. 
Um, it looks like a, a like a, kind of looks like a, a, a pepper grinder, but except on the end there, it's like a ball, right? Um, that thing right there, I used to call it sleep aid. That, that, that jump will get you where you got to go two minutes tops, bruh. Like, I mean, you got no choice but to, with, get, but to go off with that thing. But, you know, that's only if you, um, you know, really like, uh, clitoral stimulation. Um, because, and they can, it can be intense. Okay. Uh, if you like vaginal stimulation, just, um, if you don't like vibrations, you could get yourself like a small, uh, dildo. It doesn't have to be crazy. You know, some, some girls, they be really trying to impale, impale themselves. It's like, wow, that's a lot going on there. But, uh, it really just depends upon the person. Um, don't be intimidated, intimidated by what you see on, you know, on different websites and things like that, because, you know, uh, a person's experience and a person's needs and wants and desires and what they have, what they want to feel, you know, how they want to experience a session and all that kind of stuff that is going to dictate the type of toys that they have. If they're just, you know, uh, a beginner or just want to have something to help get them to where they got to go. You know, you don't need all that, you know, one or two will get you there and you're fine. Um, you know, as a, I, I honestly, I feel like if you're a person who likes clitoral stimulation, a Hitachi wand is for you. Uh, also to the men out there, don't be intimidated if a woman has sex toys, because I, and this is, I feel like I can speak with an insane amount of credibility when I say there is no toy on earth that can take a man's place. And I mean a flesh blooded, uh, uh, I, I mean a live man. I don't care. I don't care if he, if she's got the little half doll thing with, with the dick that never goes down. It does not matter. Okay. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that can take the place of a man. I'm sorry. You can quote me on it. Okay. All right. Jet said ain't nothing, ain't nothing, no sex toy on earth that can take a man's place. Okay. To include a whole ass sex doll. All right. I'm sorry. A sex doll is not pulling my hair. A sex doll is not choking me. A sex doll is not telling me when to come. A sex doll is simply, is not, it's not warm and I can't feel its heartbeat. Okay. I'm not merging with a sex toy. I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I'm not feeling the energy of a sex toy. That's what makes it different. Okay. All right. So with that being said, I'm sorry. There, there is just simply no sex toy on earth that can take a man's place. However, with that being said, there are some close runner up. <laughs> okay. So there's some close runners up out there. All right. And I feel like the Hitachi one, Hey, that yeah, it'll get you, it'll get you there. Okay. Um, so yeah, let us write us back. Let, let us know what you went through or what you went with. <laughs> Not what you went through. Don't tell us what you went through, sis. We don't want to know. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, no, write us back. Let us know, uh, what you went with and how it went. And if you like the choices, uh, like I said before, I really think I thought you want, everybody should have one. It, it should be standard operating procedures as far as I'm concerned. Like you should have to, you should set aside, 
you know, 20 minute window and have time with your Hitachi. Okay. It should be like your therapist. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm silly. So with that being said, listen, that's it for the, you got mail segment. We're going to wrap this thing up with the wine about it segment. All right. All right, y'all welcome to the wine about it segment. I don't got much to whine about this, this week. I mean, listen, I got a new car. It's real, real fucking sexy. It's amazing. Um, nice little four series. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know, supercharged up, you know, I was in a three. I've been in a three to pass what? 10 years. It was time to get out of the three and into the four, you know, level up a little bit, you know, um, I'm blessed, dude. I can't complain. Uh, I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change the name of this segment because half of the time I don't got shit to complain about because I'm I'm just too blessed. I'm sorry. Like, what I'm finna complain about? Even the shit I could complain about, I'm not finna complain about. I'm sorry. Like my not my life is just too, uh, too wonderful to be able to do so. Like, I'm able to impact people in a positive way. I'm able to you know aid in people and. <laughs> gaining employment and getting new positions and shit. Like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, yo, any, any day I get to help people is a great day for me. And I get to help people every day. It's fucking amazing. So nah, I'm not, I'm not complaining. <laughs> uh, not, not this week. Next week, I'll be back to complaining. I'm sure I'll have something to complain about this week. Yeah, I'm just not as angry. So, yo, with that being said, uh, thank you for tuning in and let's wrap up the show. Yo. What's good? Listen. Welcome to the bank. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is how thankful I am. I'm telling you the boss. Even though I have like a little bonus track on here with this song, basically saying thankful, thank you. Both bus snapped on this shit. I'm sorry. You gotta appreciate some of the niggas that can really do it. I'm sorry. Bus, Q-tip. Chagrin. A fucking SAT word. I was like, oh my God, what word is that? <laughs> Yo, y'all know the question. Y'all know the question. It's not adding value our lives or someone else's life. And why are we doing it? And if we're not adding value, then why are we there? It's just the question. It's really just the question, Yo, join us next week. I'm not even sure what day. Probably Thursday. I think I like Thursdays. I might switch to Thursday. So, hey, I tell you what. Join us again next Thursday. Settle up, settle up, saddle up, and let's go. Good times, only difference between hey. making it go. Chatter is up, peep the way we batter it up. On top of the mountain, folding the ladder up. You didn't never go, you paid because you